All right, today I have Denton Stu. It's an honor, honestly. Uh, I learned so much and I hope you guys enjoy this one as much as I did. So, I mean, so you, you were around in like the original, like you did the first round, first season. I think you were even one of like the first runs in FD ever. I right? was, yeah, yeah. I was, well, yeah, so I, I did, it was the very first practice run. So I, I forgot who was, I forgot who was with me. I, like a pass. Maybe it was Ken car. Gushi. No, no. Oh, uh, tandem? Oh, well, who was lined up with me? I think it was, I think it was Ken, but I don't remember. I think I was like the first one or the second one. Um, but yeah, but even before that, um, it was like, there was no one drifting. So there was, um, there was like a bunch of us that like started doing toge and, yep. you know, we kind of found each other cause we would just run into each other at toge and it was mostly like a bunch of Japanese guys. Like, um, I don't even remember their names. Um, they, they just like, they did it just to do it because they did it in Japan and they came here and they wanted to do it here. Um, and then, and then I ran into, you know, like Moto and Hiro and uh, Taka up there. Um, and then, just you know. Just like in the mountains. Yeah, just in the mountains. Like at, you know, three Crazy. in the morning. Like you, you so just cool. run into these guys. Yeah, it, it was so cool um, because like there was no, it was all like import show off back then. There was, yeah. there, or, or, or like there was drag racing, right? It was drag yeah. racing and car shows. That was it. And so no one really had the kind of style that like I was into by looking at the magazines and videos and stuff. So if you ever saw like a Corolla, it was like, you know, N2, um, N2 fenders and like yeah. crazy paint and had like yeah. crazy audio. So it's not like what I was into. And if you saw an S13 or an S14, it had like, you know, Velside and like, you know yeah. you know it was, it was just different and so yeah. like going up there it was, was really flashy and, and yeah and and the, the kind of cars that you saw up there were like beat up but yeah. they had so much style right like they yeah. had mismatched wheels they had like um you know ssr mesh which like like how could you find ssr mesh back then no one was selling that stuff so you'd have people like bring them on the plane with them to bring it back or you know yes. stuff like that so um yeah it was that's kind of where i started um how how did you how did you how did you find it because i know like a lot of my a lot of my like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna bunch you in but a lot of my og friends that like showed me the way uh some of them didn't even know that they were buying the car that they bought because of drifting they just yeah. realize like they watched like initial d or like option videos yeah, yeah, and yeah. they were like hey i have that car you know? yeah 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 oh um before we continue that light just turned on did it mess everything up or are we good no man you're good okay um okay so the way i got into my car was um in high school i wasn't really into cars but i had a good like my best friend was um he was really um like his friends had a shop and they were doing S13s and SR swaps and stuff like that. What year was um, this? This was, um, this was like 96, 95, 96. 
Um, and they were drag racing guys and car show guys. Um, they did a bunch of other stuff, but like one of the cool things that I thought they were doing was, was the SR swaps. Cause that was, um, not, not, I mean, I, I think they were maybe the first to do it. Um, and you know, S13s were, and S14s were cool cause like people were into Hondas back then. And so, um, like just being around those guys, um, the accessibility, um, made me want to get into it. Um, but you know, I couldn't compete with those guys cause those guys, <laughs> like they had a lot of money and they yeah. would like, they would put all these, this money into their cars, make them really fast or make them like really nice for the car shows. And I couldn't do that. Like I was, um, I was just starting college. Um, like I didn't have money. So, um, but I saved up and I picked up an S13. Um, they helped me find an S13. And I spent like, I spent $3,500 on my 91 S13. And um, I just went through uh, Still Lady Mania right before oh we started this. And oh my found, gosh. found like the pictures that you took, like when you brought it home and cleaned it up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was nice. Know, yeah. <laughs> it was nice it was uh yeah like the paint was really good the front bumper was just trash because you know what happens to the front bumpers yeah. it's like made out of plastic and yeah uh you can start seeing the you know the color underneath um but you know it, it was not bad it was not bad it was completely no it wasn't stock it had it had tanabe shocks and springs on it and that was it that was it um um but yeah uh that's funny i'm i'm sorry you didn't get to see my blog because like for some reason my blog's not working right now i know all this oh, stuff i went on there technology. i went on there i would but click you, through it you can click through it yeah i don't think okay. you can go to the next page i think you can only go to the first page right now but yeah yeah that's what's wrong with it yeah but it goes all the way back to when i first started like uh when i first got my car i think i started my blog before i got the car just went like when, when i was into um cars i just like wanted to you know put something on the internet showing people like oh you know this stuff is cool too you know like corollas um and like fcs and this thing called drifting yeah um, so i started it i started back then like before the word blog was invented like it was just like my journal or whatever i called it yeah did you build it yourself yeah i built it myself so i i went you know, I went, I went to school for computer science so like I could do a little programming and I picked up HTML and stuff like that. I have, I have like a quick story I'm going to insert because it's really yeah. funny. I made yeah. a drip team name generator. Yeah. And then I Googled drip team name generator and then your site came up and I was like, I, he's ahead of the curve by 10, 20 years every time. Like I can't, I can't beat this guy at anything. But that's oh when I realized you were like a developer too. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I spent, um, that was a lot of fun making. Um, I spent, I don't, I don't know how long I spent, but like I was, I was, um, you know, I was a nerd when it came to like drift magazines and stuff like that. And, and I always loved the, like the English names that they came up with. And so like, I came up with a bunch of names or, you know, I looked up a bunch of names and I wrote them all down and I, I kind of like broke down like okay how can i make it so that i can spit stuff like this out but completely randomly um and i i think i revised it a few times and just like it got to a point where i was like this is so good like i don't 
I don't need to touch it ever again. And so, uh, yeah, I inspected it on Google Chrome and I was like, this is, he put a lot of work into this. this yeah, is, yeah. This is, this is savage. It's, it's funny, like, um, it kind of, it still, I think, hold, it still holds up too. I think he made it like a, like many years ago and it's still yeah. like, it's still very accurate. Like you could use it today and like make a team. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Like, like some people I, I run into, like they just, like they didn't know about it and then they'll, they'll look it up and they think it's a, a, the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like yeah yeah like I'll go look at it and I'm like this is so funny you know like I don't I don't I don't like to toot my own horn but like it's actually funny to me like <laughs> I, I'm actually laughing when I'm clicking on some of those things I'm like oh man I did a good job but um yeah that that was a lot of fun what was the what was the team stuff like because I know there's like there's kind of like a big resurgence of drift teams now obviously yeah. i'm i'm on one so i'm aware of them um, yeah but how was it how was it back then or was it really mainly people just doing their own thing there were there were some teams um i think the first ever was slide squad the first ever in the u.s that i'm aware of so there was slide squad and they were doing it and i think maybe like 97 or 98 um and and the, I'm trying to think who else was there. There were other few teams, like uh, I remember there was a team Battle Swing um, and there, a team Symphonic, and you know there was like Drift Alliance. Um, but you know it, they didn't. I don't think they lasted long. I mean, Side Squad is still around, even though they don't really drift anymore. That's cool. But but um, you know, like we were drifting for only like three years before you know d1 came and formula d came and then everyone's focus was like pro drifting which had nothing yeah. to do with teams so then like that kind of that that took off really fast right the the pro driving side of things and people just you know it became like solo drivers and so it wasn't really the focus until recently until well i mean what's recent what, like when did when did um, Final Belt start? Was it? Has it been it's like been like five or six years now? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's kind of when I started seeing it pick pick back up again. You know, yeah. I mean, because you needed to have a team to drive it. Yeah, and, I mean, they've been. You know, in Chicago, they've they've had some. Uh, there were some teams I remember, like like Grip Gambler and. Yeah, that was Simba. Yeah, I, I forget. There were there were there were a few out there. They had a lot. Yeah, that's they've all. Yeah, they Risky kind of, Devil was around for a while. Yeah, I think I they like that. they were very like, they stuck to the like what they saw in option videos was drifting to them no matter yeah. what happened. I think that's yeah. still the case. Yeah, I, I'm so glad that that the culture is like that in the Midwest because um, it it like the the scene out on the West Coast changed like so fast and that that stuff got forgotten. Interesting. So, like Southern California, since you're close to a lot of the like, that was where that's kind of always been like the hub of FD. That's like, that's what people were aspiring to do. Yeah. What? Uh, at what point did you realize, like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this. Like, I want, I want to give this pro thing an attempt. Well, it was kind of like, I, you know, I kind of started from the beginning of you know drifting in the U.S. and I always felt like. I was riding that wave, you know, like 
um, I, I just felt like I, I need to do it. Like I don't, um, I felt like I, I felt like I could compete and, and there were sponsorships out there for me to like allow me to go around the country and do it. Um, and yeah. like, I just, I needed to like grab, grab hold of that opportunity and just try it. Yeah. I think if any of us were in that position, we'd probably give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like just thinking back now, I'm like, I was so naive and there are so many things that <laughs> I would do different now. Um, because I, I think I was, I was maybe one of the only ones out there that like, you know, I didn't build my car for Formula D. Yeah. I, like I did the bare minimum. Like it was, like a, a, it was a street car. It was a street car. I didn't have an upgraded turbo. I didn't, like I had it, I had an, you know, an SR with an intercooler boost up, um, suspension and arms, and that was it. And they were like, "Oh, you need a, you need, you need a roll cage. You need a." You're like, "This is what I tried to work, man. What are you yeah. talking about?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like I got a roll cage because I had to have a roll cage. I bought a a racing suit because I had to have a racing suit. But like those were big expenses for me. Those were like a thousand each. And, yeah. And I was. You know how how did you get to Atlanta? Um, so I got a, a Formula D helped me get a sponsorship um, with uh, HIN and Hot Wheels, and so they gave no me way. money. Yeah, they gave me money so that I could put the car on the transport and and get it out there, um, pay for like uh, plane flights and hotel. Oh, so you just um, put it on a, a car hauler and like yeah, okay. yeah, and it was it was. Um, it so was you through didn't, Yokohama. You didn't, have like a, you didn't have like a truck and trailer at that point or anything. No, right? no. If I had to, there's no way I would have went. Like I wasn't, I wasn't about to drive all the way to Atlanta. So Although, like every, you know, some people did. Every drift event you did up until then, drove it to the track and home. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, people people didn't track their cars really. Like there are very few people that track their cars. Um, but yeah, like I drove it, I drove it everywhere. And it. Uh, what a crazy was, jump. You're like, yeah, I just, you know, I drive the mountains with some some cool Japanese guys I met. And yeah. uh, now I'm putting my car on a car hauler to, yeah. you know, Atlanta. And I'm going to go drive road Atlanta. Yeah. You know, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, I think that's sick, man. That's it, like, was, it was really surreal, man. Just, you know, and especially thinking about it now, you know, like, I didn't have any, like, weird, uh, like angles, like mods or anything. I just had steering rack spacers. Like it was very, very minimal. Like my car was so underpowered. It was like just not really developed for pro drifting. And but I did it anyway. Like it was, it was a really cool experience. But I was like, man, like I was so dumb to to even do that. Like I always had that like underdog mentality. And you know, like I saw like. Uh, Taka and Hero out there with their Corollas. I'm like, man, if those guys in their Corollas can compete, like I can do that too. Like, you're like, I got an SR, dude. Like, I don't yeah. know if you've seen under my hood, but yeah. it's going down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, I was kind of hard headed and stupid about that, but you know, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know how old I was, like 23, 24, or something like that. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I can't imagine being part of something like so early on that it's like you, you just, progress with it and as it like grows that quickly you you're like well yeah i'm here you know yeah yeah it was it was really crazy and um you know like we felt like we were you know we were all we were all doing something new right and um you know 
I remember stories about like D1 wanted to own professional drifting in the US. They wanted to like um, do the first American series and and be the like the pro series in the US, right? And then and then the Formula D guys were like, no, we want to do it. And it, like I remember um, you know, they were kind of um, fighting fighting for a position to do that. Um, and, and, um, you know, like, and us drivers had opinions too about like, you know, like, because yeah, like, which one are we going to do guys? You know, who are we going to support? And, um, like, like, which has the better, um, understanding of American culture who has better access to like, um, like sponsors and, and money and um yeah i remember like having meetings with all drivers and like we would argue about it like what are we going to do so yeah like that stuff was um it was crazy back then that's like, insane we, yeah we, we didn't know where it was going if you, it was, ever, you forever decided the future of drifting in the u.s i mean i had like a small say in it <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's it's cool to just be in the room for that you know yeah yeah I mean, thinking about it now, probably not at the time. You're like, can, can we all just get along? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People were like really, um, you know, they're, they were really, um, like they had strong opinions about like yeah. where we, we should go and what we should do and like how we should um, stand together as drivers and stuff like that. And like, and remember, like there were, there were some heated arguments. D1 came to Irwindale. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that what year was that like 2000 2003 yeah. oh d1 d1 grand prix i was like they had they had some ika 10 events like afterwards um, no 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 the first thing they did well okay they had like an ika 10 event it in willow springs it like in like two in like 1996 they had one Whoa. Yeah, I, that's I, insane. I didn't know that I, I yeah a lot of people don't know that one so that one was crazy because um the Koki 180SX was just made, right? Yeah. And they and they brought one over. I think it was completely stock. They brought it over. Um, Nomuken came. Uh, Dai. Dai Inada came. Um, who else? I think... Uh, I, uh, I forgot his name. There's another, like, JGTC driver that came. Um, and then, yeah, they, they, they did an Ika 10 in, at Streets of Willow. And oh, like, Streets, okay, sick. Yeah. yeah oh, and, man, I would, what I would do to see that. that there, it's so it's on the internet somewhere. Is I it? can, uh, yeah, I'll find the link for you. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, it was not good. Well, you know, because, <laughs> I, I mean, drifting was, some, was really different. Even in Japan in 96, drifting was something else, right? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't really that good yet. But, I was like super down on myself at one point and uh, uh like someone sent me or I, I was like looking up at, I was looking up old clips of drifting and you know like even like the purple team uh they were like far away from each other and there's people spinning out back there and I was yeah. feeling pretty good about myself I was like okay I can I can do better like yeah you know, they've been doing this for 20 years like you know I can be on that level yeah. And then I realized like none of them run knuckles or anything. And like they're all probably running. Like, <laughs> yeah, like all the cars were stopped. They did they did, like I think yeah. a lot of them were open diff. Um, 
was just it was it was crazy um but I, you know i think what they what happened was so they came um and i thought they were expecting something more and they felt like oh they you know the americans they, they need more time so they didn't come back for a really long time yeah, i mean like so what was the did they like promote it and try and have it be like this like big demo or was it like a no no it was it was pretty small um it was really small um I think the the cooler thing that, that that came out of that trip was um Nomuken staged like a police car chase in downtown LA with that 180. And so they had, you know, they had some police actors and they had him like follow okay. him through downtown LA and he was drifting the Koki 180SX in downtown LA. So like that was really cool. Um, oh man. I'll I'll find I'll, I'll look for it. I don't I'll have to find it. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, that, those were like the old VHS days of option video. Yeah, man. Like I haven't even seen those like in a resurgence of anything. Like that's, that's yeah. So cool. it, you've you've seen the the factory video where um, option video goes and they they watch the Koki 180SX being put together, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think it was in that same tape. I think it was in the same tape. But, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it for you. But um, yeah, so they didn't come back until like 2003, but they, and they did a they did they, a gave, it, they gave it like six years. And yeah, was like, they gave it like six years. Um, and they're like, eh, maybe still not ready. Yeah, but this was even uh, so they came back, but they came back after Falcon did um, the very first drift show off. So yeah. they brought they brought Koguchi and Sego Yamamoto. And like the uh, the signal guys, the you know, um, was it um, Bai and uh, Komatsu? So yeah. they brought those guys over. They did that, and I'm sure that got back to Japan. Then they're like, oh, maybe we should go back. So then, you know, I think that same year, they did uh, they did another Ikaten um, at Irwindale. Um, so yeah, it was like it was like six years. And then I think D1, I think they brought D1 the year after that. Like they had a real D1. Yeah. yeah. I had friends that went to that, but I like wasn't able to. It was like. It was they, so cool, man. They came back and they were like, oh man, that was the coolest thing I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. That, I mean, because they did, they, that was um, the first time we ever saw drifting in an oval, right? Not even Japan did they do that. So yeah, like to like. I used, know, to hit, I used to hate on ovals until I drifted on one, and then I was like, actually, those are those are pretty fun, man. Well, <laughs> I mean, I I get, I understand why you hated them, right? Because because yeah. at one point, Formula D, I mean, I don't know if they still do that or not, but like all the tracks were ovals, and it's yeah. like, come on, guys, like it's the same exact course layout, and like um, after seeing Japanese tracks, you're like, there's so much more to drifting than just being on an oval and getting close to walls. I would say that an oval is more fun to do than to watch. Yeah. It's definitely like way more fun to be on the oval driving than watching ovals. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, yeah, I think it loses its charm after you've seen it so many times, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, give, give me those technical corners. Yeah, give right, me, right. Give me those like, like fast, Fast entry decreasing Super gradient. fast, yeah. Like that. That's what. That's what Japanese style drifting is all about. Is like that first corner, right? That's like going in as fast as you can, 
and like managing your speed and like not overshooting and um yeah on an oval you don't get that so yeah on an oval you can like clutch kick and power up or yeah. you can like you know e-brake drag and power up right like, on right those like fast entries where you're like you're like if i'm if i misjudge this like i'm going into yeah. whatever's on the other side or off yeah the track. yeah 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 and then and then ask like, me how i know <laughs> <laughs> um grange yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like uh and and corollas just they have they have like they're it's just not good for corollas yeah either. yeah so i think they're not they're not set up well for the types of cars that people enjoyed watching if they got into drifting before american drifting yeah yeah it's it's definitely like that whole format is just made for exactly what formula d wants um you know like they they want the high horsepower cars um they, they don't want to see like the old cars or the um low horsepower cars like yeah which is like it's crazy to me because it's like it seems like they really went for that push but then like yeah. year after year you'll see like a car from 10 or 20 years ago win the championship yeah like, yeah oh like a s15 one or like oh yeah. like this e4 yeah one or this you know and it's like yeah yeah s13 one or you know and you're like okay like these are good platforms like this is right yeah um i i, I was just talking to dai yoshihara yesterday mm -hmm. and and he was um you know he's just we were just you know talking really honestly about you know like like how difficult it is to build a car and um and he's like i keep thinking about going back to an s13 and and I was like, I, are there? I any? was I was at Irwindale when he won the championship, and his, that was really big. Yeah, I was, that was, I was so cool. Cause I he I have a signed die poster from when I was like from when I went to uh, Sonoma 2006. Yeah, it was like a rock. It was the Rockstar Energy one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I I was like, I saw him somewhere, and I was like, I was like, hey man, I still have a poster you signed for me in like 2006, and he's like, yeah, he's like. He's like, oh, you haven't thrown it out yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is really cool. Um, but yeah, you know, like it, um, it's such a proven chassis. I don't know why, I don't know why you don't see more of them. I mean, I, I get like, there are some out there that, you know, they're, they're looking for that um, manufacturer sponsor, right? Like yeah. you want that. Here's a, here's a chassis. Right, here's know. a chassis, here's some money on top yeah, of it, you know. Lot, probably. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, like if you don't have that, I'm not sure like why you would spend the money on like an FRS versus an S13, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of a Toyota boy at heart and I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm on your team on that one actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, uh, just the newer cars. Well, I mean, I, maybe, maybe in some years we'll figure out what makes them tick and be able to make them just as good. Yeah. Well, I mean, like there are some, there have been some really good ones, right? Like I, I know, I know, uh, like Daigo Saito had his like really locked in. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if, I, I think Ken Gushi said his was like really good, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of them out there. Like there should, like if there have been really good set up cars, there should be like all of them should be like easy to set up yeah know, now that we know but you know i don't know wait yeah. i didn't know you're a toyota boy i mean i put like, a like like what kind 
I put a Toyota, yeah, I, I put a yeah, Toyota I motor in my in my Beamer. So uh, honestly, I'm really like not even a BMW guy. I just yeah. it was like it was just this like weird logical decision I made off a spreadsheet and like rolled with yeah. it. Um, you made your decision on a spreadsheet. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I was trying to like remove the emotion out of it essentially because yeah. I like I make a lot of decisions based on emotion. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna try and like make this decision without emotion. Yeah. And then I got it and I was like, actually, this car is pretty good, man. <laughs> like, I'm gonna like because if I yeah. bought it and it was terrible, I would have yeah. been like, all right, give me another S chassis. But um, yeah, yeah, it looks good. I mean, I remember, I remember seeing a, an E36 um, in Japan and it was a red one, and I was drooling. I forgot when it was and like um I saw like a little bit of drifting video of it but just like not very much um it was like a Tokyo Auto Salon car do you remember Japan Japan uh definitely really likes my car and I think it I think it upsets some people when they like see people that they like idolize for their cars yeah tell me that they want a BMW and they like my BMW it's like I feel I feel bad almost but at the same time it's like kind of heartwarming yeah, no, I'm sure, like, you know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of guys with the E36 that, you know, they got it because they, you know, for whatever reason, they, they have an E36, um, and but they didn't have anyone to look up to, right? Because, I mean, all the ones I've seen look like garbage. Yeah. Um, and to see, like, a really good-looking one, um, like, yours is the first one that I thought was really good-looking before, you know, other than the one I saw in Japan at Tokyo Auto Salon. Thanks, man. There's just not that many. And yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm glad you have that. I'm glad I, you're driving that. I, I kind of wanted to build like Ryan Cotto's hatch, but I couldn't because he already did. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll try it with this car. And then I totally failed doing that, but then I kind of like did it my own way. Yeah, no, I that's mean, better. Yeah. I, that's uh, better. Yeah, it's definitely been an interesting, an interesting ride. I mean, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like it's not a car that was in initial B and it's not a car that was in option very often yeah. and if it was it was like some you know I saw there's like I think there's like one where some dude put a Jay-Z in like a 318 but like had an open diff or something and they like tried to drift it and it was terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're, they're like uh what is this you it's got an open diff man like right drive this car fast like why right. what are you doing and the guy's right like, I've brought dishonor to my family (laughs) so yeah i don't i don't like 318s anyway so they they like and i think like japan they're really expensive so like that's kind of like a thing so yeah they're like they're pretty uncommon and i think they're really expensive it's like okay it's like if you have like an m3 in japan like you're either like yakuza or like yeah yeah yeah. you're like a ceo and you like track it you know and if you like yeah you know i think that's like kind of the thing so it's like this weird anyway yeah they're cool i I remember um like i've always wanted one um when i was in college um one of my classmates who like they they graduated a year before me um like he got this really good job um i think it was at anderson consulting and like he was making all this money and the first thing he did was buy an m3 (laughs) and and he let me drive it and it's like this is the craziest car i've ever driven it's like so nice um like it was so fast and and ever th- since then i was like i'm gonna have one you know someday and so like i, I don't know i have a connection with your car I, I think it's really cool 
you got to drive it, man. I know you don't want to, but you're going no, to. I'm going to force wanna, you next time. I don't want to ruin your car. That's okay. I already do it every time I drive it. <laughs> <laughs> you, every event you've been to that I'm at, I like something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had like a similar story. Like one of my friends got one when we were like 20 because he, you know, family has a little money and he's showed up to my house with it one day and he's like you want to drive it and I same thing I drove it and I was like oh this car is pretty crazy and then like yeah. once I started seeing that you can drift them and like front rack and all this other like kind of nice to have stuff and drifting I was like all right maybe we'll give this one a shot and like I can get doors like at any junkyard because oh yeah all of them oh, are yeah. broken pretty yeah I, I, I broke my trans at at final bout and everyone well not everyone but a lot of people were saying like you know you thought about getting an E36 trans? I was like, I'd, re I'd recommend it, honestly. Um, well, they're small, they're lightweight. You don't have to like make the belt up, or you don't have to worry about your your uh, your training tunnel with like the CDO nine. And they're sealed, so like every time you pull it, you don't have to train the oil, which is nice. Uh -huh. um, the gearing, like if you put it in stock, it'll be like it'll be like a four six. Not sure you want that since it's a street car, but yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they're they're decent. I know Nico yeah. put one in his car, and he seems to really. Yeah, like I was it. talking to him about it. He he was really into it, and but he showed me a spreadsheet too. He's like, <laughs> this is this is everything that I spent money on to do. And I was like, oh, okay, it's it's a little bit of of an investment, but um, yeah, I'm not sure. But I was just you know I was just surprised, but by like how much, how many are out there where you can just get parts for them. Yeah, the transmissions are cheap for now. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> I think yeah. I think like as that's becoming more of like a common transmission used for like Jay-Z, SR, yeah, K series, all that stuff, like they're gonna start going up. I I personally have two spares that I got. Yeah. Uh for that reason. So I like put them aside. I was like, these are gonna be expensive later. Like Right. You know, uh they're like junkyard ones, hopefully they're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh yeah, man, I mean like C thirty two seems good. There's like there's these options or you can just put another SR box in it. And yeah, I know. Like I don't make any power. I, I'm, I don't have very much grip. So, you know, I don't know if I, I will or not uh, thinking about it. I mean, whatever it gets you back out there fastest, man. Yeah. 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 Which like, I, I think, I think it would just be another SR trans. I don't know. I guess, I guess that kind of like leads me to those. I actually made a list of questions for you because you're a very important guest. Where is it? Where is it? It's, it's on the left side of my screen. Oh, okay. You can't see. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to read all of them because some of them suck, so it's fine. Uh, but I, I did want to ask, like, you know, when, I mean, like, obviously you have a family, you know, you have a wife, you have kids. Like, what did that, like, how did that affect tripping for you? Because I know you still come to a lot of events, you know, you're like, you judge or you're, you know, just there to hang out. Um, yeah. And, like, I've seen you drive at a few of them, like, you know, when they're, they're close to your house, but, you know, I guess, what was the, how much did it affect that, I guess? Um, I mean, I used to, I used to drive, like, two, three times a month, right, and that wouldn't include, like, going to Toge um, in the middle Sick. of the week, so, um, like, I used to drive a lot, and then, um, but at, at that time, um, uh, we already had one kid, um and and then we started doing the pro stuff and then you know that would take oh, wow. so weekend. you were so you were probably like before even the fd stuff yeah well um 
she's she's Nadine's daughter, but you know, okay. like she's mine too. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, I she's you know, a daughter. Yeah, but um, but um, you know, I started to, you know, when we were doing the pro stuff, that that took more time away than what we were already doing before. Um, just you know, all the preparation and the traveling, and um, I started to feel bad. And I, you know, I was like, you know, we can't keep doing this um, forever. Um, like, like we we need like a more stable environment for her. Um, we need to be around more. So like, I I did the first year of Formula D, then Nadine did the second form the second season, and then we're like, okay, like like we'll keep driving, but like like we're gonna calm down a little bit. Um, and so you know, we got we got married and then we had more kids and um, like it slowly got like, you know, I spent less and less time at the track and plus, you yeah. know, you get older too. Um, yeah. um, like you don't have the energy that you used to have or like, you know, bef <laughs> like when you were younger, you know, like, like everything was cool. Like I don't have AC in my car. It's cool. Like I'll, I'll still, <laughs> you know, drive four hours to Vegas in my car with no AC. Like that was okay when we were 21, you know, in our twenties. And then yeah. it, it suddenly Nadine, it was like that. Nadine's cool there. She's like, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. shoddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's just like, I don't want to do that. You know, like, <laughs> work on my car. I don't want to work on my car. Um, so, yeah. So now, like, um, my, my, my participation with drifting is, like, you know, I make sure to drive once a year because I know that I know that um, I get rusty. Um, uh, well, I've I've been steadily getting rustier and rustier since I stopped, you know, doing the Formula D. Um, and so, if I don't go at least once a year, like it, it'll be really, really bad for like my driving. Um, but it's even with the the once a year that I drive, it's not enough because every time I go back out there, I spend the whole day like getting used to it again. Yeah, I feel so, I feel that after like three months. Yeah, I, well, I can imagine, um, and then. So like every time I go back out there, I'm like, I'm, I'm worse than I was last time, but I just need to at least like feel like it's a little bit natural again. So, um, by the but, end uh, of the day, you're ready for next year. At the end of the day, I'm like, man, I wish I was here for another day. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, uh, I think as, as everyone, as we get older and as like you have less time, I think those two day events are way more important because I, I, I mean, I can't even put myself in your position. I'm like, I don't have kids or anything, and I drive a fair amount. But even, like, I have a hard time getting into the flow of things until, like, the second day sometimes or, like, the end of the first day. Yeah. Just, like, get out of your yeah. head where you're, like, you know, trying to think about what you need to do next and, like, right. get back into that muscle memory rhythm. But then, like, I, I know that, um, you know, I also used to spend a lot of time just obsessing about drifting. So even when I wasn't driving, I was thinking about it. I was watching it. Um, like I was reading about it. Um, but like these days, you know, with, with work and, you know, four kids, it's, it, that doesn't happen anymore. No. And like, you don't I, have time I noticed, to think about anything. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, I think like, I think it was early, earlier last year, I, I realized like I stopped dreaming about drifting. Like I used to always have dreams where like very vivid dreams about like, you know, I was here maybe like on the street. It's always street drifting for some reason. It was never on a track. 
but like you know i'd always remember like where i was on the street like what kind of corner i was trying to drift and like um you know the line and and the apex and like i remember like shifting and like it was very vivid for me and then like one day it just stopped happening so like you're like um, hey can, can you bring those dreams back those were yeah. cool like i want those yeah, yeah 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 so you know i think um like it's just i'm less and less active with drifting um but you know i i need to make sure like i i keep i still need to drive once a year um and as soon as the kids get older like i want to yeah. do it more yeah, yeah but right right now um you know they want they oh my gosh we have like we have like basketball games to go to with the kids and um there's there's all kinds of stuff but um you know definitely like Nadine and I are never selling our cars and um yeah. as soon as we have the opportunity we're going to drive more yeah and she's like she's like one of the like OG female drifters of the yeah. country like i mean yeah. you're an OG drifter of the country like in general she's and she is like probably like the OG if not or she's like an OG if not the OG like female drifter yeah yeah i remember there there were two of them it was Nadine and Yoshie you know Yoshie no uh, Yoshie is um, is uh, Taka's wife. Okay. Uh, yeah, they they both started together, um, and that was cool because like they got to do it together, and um, you know, there it's hard it's hard for a girl. I, I think it's a lot. I think it's easier these days, um, but then it was um, you know everyone looked at them funny and. Yeah. Uh, or you know like wow. they, they felt like everyone was judging them and um and it's hard to learn when you know everyone's like watching your every move yeah but, um yeah she she was one of the first i don't know when she started but like like when when i first started like when i first started drifting with like andy yen um like she was there for all of that and um like we we were both like blowing our minds at the same time just like what like crazy things we were doing yeah it's so cool to like have somebody with you for all that and then like you're still together and you like have yeah. you've like built this life together and you like have this yeah. like crazy beginning that like yeah i don't know i'm sure if you're at some dinner party where you like don't know everybody super well they're like they'd have no idea right yeah. which is so super cool you're like oh yeah i'm just cook i know i know you cook so you like yeah. cooking everyone dinner and stuff, and they like look at the wall, and they're like, "Is that is that you?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I used to be a badass street drifter, no big deal. <laughs> I used to run the mountains. Yeah, no, I actually, um, it's funny. Like, it, it does come up sometimes. You know, someone's in like, you know, we're having a party for the kids outside, and like someone needs to use the bathroom. They come in, they see like some of our plaques and stuff, and they'll ask me about. It. I don't, I don't like talking about it because. Like I know that the next thing they're gonna start talking about is Fast and the Furious or Ken Block. And, like, yeah, I do. I do not want to have that conversation. So, you're like, I just I say, yeah, yeah. You're like, I was doing this when they made the first one. Okay, when yeah. It was... Oh, dude, <laughs> when was... dude. When okay, when they first when they made the first one, a lot of us. Well, no, no. Actually, we were we were we were uh, like. We thought it was cool when they were making the first one because we could get our cars in there and like be extras and stuff. Sick. But then, but then they wanted to do um, the drifting one, and we we're like, no. Well, <laughs> a lot of us were like, you, 
cannot make this movie because it's gonna um there was no pro drifting yet right yeah um wait was it the first one i'm confused now but uh, i i don't remember which one they were trying to make but um we were afraid that they were gonna like blow our cover because we were doing a lot of stuff uh, like on the streets and stuff and like we just didn't like you saw what happened to the honda guys after that movie yeah like, yeah and like we didn't we didn't want that attention we didn't want that attention for our stuff um but yeah and, and you know we were in la and that the movie was being filmed in la and so yeah we remember all of that i mean it's pretty cool honestly like uh you're like, yeah, they were making the movie, but we said, Shh, no. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, what's crazy is like a lot of people will talk to me and they'll say like, that's why they're in the cars because of that movie. And yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like I have a different perspective. Hey man, you know, to be to be honest, I I still remember the first time I saw the the first Fast and Furious. Yeah, I was like at a sleepover at my friend's house, and this dude, uh, Nico Judici, who's you know, been the I think he's anyway, I don't know blow up the spot but i, I like some, his name though yeah he's i had some i had some interesting friends grow up yeah have made some anyway yeah uh, he put that on and like i was just like dude i i want tuna no crust i want a supra i want bomax yeah the whole uh like wow look at that yeah full circle full circle know? wow shout out shout out to you know the shout out to Bomex. yeah <laughs> uh so i mean jason jason got into drifting because he saw tokyo drift with his grandma yeah yeah i saw that I told, yeah i told him never to tell anyone that but he is <laughs> too late i brought it up again so <laughs> Now you gotta bring it up on on every episode. Yeah, be like, by the way. <laughs> yeah, mean, it's it is it's wild. It, you know, like um, just like from my perspective, I was like, like this is just making a mockery of everything. And, yeah, because you were in uh, it. It was like it was like real life to you. Like this is yeah. it, and then they're gonna like, they're gonna you know make it you know cinematic and all this like additional yeah. drama. You're like, no, we just literally go to the mountains and run. And like you know, I'm not trying to went over a girl from the yakuza right. boss's son right right you know like right it's right not, it's not that serious like yeah but uh yeah i mean i i that's kind of like that's kind of the thing like when you get into something earlier like man i really don't want this to change because it's like perfect the way yeah it is. yeah yeah and um i mean when you bring that up it it reminds me of um there was an uh john wong from super street um, he wanted to do an article on drifting and a lot of the guys in the drifting community, which, you know, it was really small. We were like, no, like, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to blow up our spot. Cause he, he also went to one of our spots to take pictures mm -hmm. and stuff. And, um, a lot of people are like, you're going to ruin drifting. And, um, cause we didn't, we didn't have yeah, back then it was a committee of like, people or something yeah and and we didn't have tracks that let us drift yeah so i didn't think about was, that yeah it was so it was like to get cool parts you had to like know somebody or like literally go to japan yourself and you know yeah hug your there, set there of were, wheels on the way back there were a few guys that would bring stuff in like um i've heard i'm sure you've heard of uh jspec sam 
Um, he would bring stuff in. There were some wheel places that would bring stuff in. Um, but uh, yeah, there was not a lot. But like back then, I think like pre-2002, like you just had to know a Japanese guy that would carry it for you on the plane. Yeah, like throw a bucket seat in your seat on the plane, yeah. sit on it yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. hug an exhaust. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, like this you know, is my muffler. I, I knew a guy with a GP Sports Arrow on his on his S14. I'm like, how did you get that? He's like, I brought it. Like he he brought the bumpers with him on the plane. Like I don't know how he did it, but um, that's what he told me. He's like, cut it into pieces and put it in a box or something. Like crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, I don't know. But like that was like legendary back then. Now it's you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I think I think that's definitely I think that's where like the younger generation kind of like misses like doesn't understand like the the early generations like uh i guess like desire for like certain parts or like certain style aspects it's like no like you don't understand like what we had to go through to get these parts like back yeah. then it's yeah. like now you can just pick whatever off the shelf and it's yeah you know whatever it's like the 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 like level i guess the like ease of entry into drifting and like building a cool car was like crazy high and now it's like you know you just gotta spend a little bit of money and there's all these like avenues to do xyz and right but i think but i, I see it's what's crazy is i see like the younger generation of, of guys like they're spending a lot of money like we yeah. didn't we didn't do that so it's just like seeing i'm like i don't know where all these young kids are getting all their money from but they're they're spending a lot. I'm like, wow, this is this is crazy. Yeah, I don't think they gave uh, kids credit cards back in the '90s. <laughs> Maybe they is did. Is that what know. it is? Is it all on credit cards? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know, man. I, I, I more and more I'm seeing the companies offer like, oh yeah, and we do like zero percent interest over like this many. You know, it's like you yeah. can get you can get these used imported wheels. Uh, I think yeah. like VR even offers it, which is I mean, it's awesome. Like if you if you like really want a set of wheels and you know you can't afford them right do it but don't miss one of those payments like, yeah please um this is a psa don't miss one yeah, of those payments yeah. they will yeah. get you yeah. those zero percent interest loans are gnarly man read yep. the fine print right. i have made that mistake right. right i was a best buy employee and had a best buy credit card and got oh, destroyed snap. by one of those oh yeah. my gosh you got yeah. some you got some discounts then right yeah and i like i put it on my zero percent card i paid too yeah. early once and they like hit me with all the interest at 30 percent for the whole thing yeah and i was like i work here like yeah, i sell crazy. these credit cards and they're oh like gosh. yeah too bad sorry dude i was like you won't work there in six months don't worry about yeah, it. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean so like what is like what is i guess i feel like there's sometimes there's some like negativity from like what drifting has become but like what do you what do you like what do you see that you really appreciate that's changed from the time that you got into drifting to now? Um, I mean, you, you definitely see like, you see the new avenue that um, grassroots drifting is giving to people now, which yeah. um, like before it was, it, it was like, you know, everyone's goal to be pro, right? And so, now that you have um, grassroots being cool again, um, where people strive to be really good grassroots drivers, um, like that didn't exist before. 
So that's really cool to see. Um, and like kind of the resurgence of um, style and, um, you know, not only like the way you style your car, but like people are paying attention to the style of driving, which yeah. um, I would say like we didn't even have that when I, when I first started. Um, like there, so were, it was, it there was, were a few people. It was all car style. It's like, how is your car style and can you drift? It was, I mean, it was so early that it was just like, if you can drift, you're sick. If you can drive, yeah, right. If you can drift, like, oh, like dude, that, that's he it. Like those corners, bro. Yeah. Oh, dude. What? It, like <laughs> linking corners. I remember, like, before people were linking corners, when someone would link a corner, the reaction you would get was like, it was uh, mind blowing. Just you know how impressed people were. Um, it, yeah, it's <laughs> that's not going to happen anymore. But you know, back then, like. Like I have some videos. One of my friends was uh, videoing, and and I linked a corner, and you can hear people in the background like they're like, oh, and it's, it's so minds. stupid, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just linked a corner. I mean, it was it, you know, it was an accomplishment back then, but like, yeah, yeah. you don't, you won't get that anymore. Don't but, you um, can't act like when you watch that video and you like heard everyone's reaction. You're like, I'm the man. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's. There's definitely like a clip of me doing something back in the day and I like and I play it and there's people like, oh, and I'm like, dude, I'm sick. And then I like <laughs> But I watched it recently and I was like, dude, like that's just like a that's like a average run nowadays. Yeah. Like, and that yeah, was yeah. even that was like what, like 2012 or 2013. So like I can only imagine like Yeah. Yeah. It's um, progressed for sure. Yeah, it's and it's it's still progressing. Like this is the um, like we're seeing the the most talent in grassroots events that I think I've ever seen. So um, like that's that's awesome to me. I think I think it's it's because professional drifting is so inaccessible at this point. It really is. That it's you know you're either very well off or you've proven yourself in another country. Yeah. Or you know that that's it. That's the only way in. I mean, I have I have a friend who is fairly well off. Like he, you know, does his he he comes from a fortunate situation, and it's like it still wasn't enough. Like he did fairly well in pro two, and he's like, I can't do pro one. Like this is impossible for me. Yeah, you know, it's like he's like, I'm gonna be homeless. Like <laughs> right, you right, know, like yeah. I mean, you need you need like a hundred and fifty grand just to build a car. Yeah, and then you need, right. you know, I remember when Kato was doing it, he was saying it was like, he was paying out of pocket some like, you know, even like, I think he said it costs like 100k, it was like, it went from like 25k to do a season to like 100k to do a season within like two years. Yeah, I remember that. And he, I think that's like around the time that he started to like, kind of like, you know, do the Homer Simpson into the bushes yeah. and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. start to drive with us like a bit more and it, it was like, kind of like I don't know. I uh, I would like to I would like to try with him again soon. I don't know if he's gonna he probably won't watch this, but hey, Ryan, uh, <laughs> what's up, Ryan? Um, but yeah, I think I think that's why we're seeing this like big huge push on grassroots is because dry like kids that are coming up can see that the drivers are good, right? Like, yeah, and and they see that it's something accessible, right? Like, yeah, you know, you may not be able to build some of the cars that some of us have 
um, like, but you know, you probably have no, you have no chance at building an FP car. Like, right. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're 22 and you, you know, even if you have a good job, like it's just not, it's not a realistic. So they're like, I can build that car, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can, I can try and do that. Like, you know, and I think the, I think that's cool because it's like attracting way more people into kind of the grassroots realm. And then right. it's in turn making grassroots a bit more competitive because we're like, oh, like these, these up and comers, like, you know, <laughs> hey bro, I've been doing this, I've been doing this a couple of years. Okay. Like you yeah. can't just walk all over my door <laughs> like that. You know? Like I'm, I'm feeling that pressure a little bit. Like there's someone like these like young and young and up, up and coming kids that like, are like, yeah getting pretty good because they play a lot of video games and you're like i what that, y'all did that did it for you like shit do you do you play video games uh i got an aceto setup because some people that were very good played a lot of aceto and got yeah. good really fast and i was yeah. i was like okay i played live for speed for a long time and then i moved when i moved out and i moved to the city to to start my like career quote unquote I like I lived in like an eight by eight room. Yeah. So I had to sell my like Logitech wheel and stuff and sold like everything I had pretty much to like set up my little setup and I didn't get back into it until like I don't know, like a couple years ago. But it does help. And I mean, hey man, if it's I would say it does. Do you play? I don't. Um I don't I don't have a steering wheel. I don't have somewhere in my house to put like a whole rig. Yeah. Um, you can get like I don't know. I'll I'll talk to you about it after this. But there's like there's ways to make it work, and if oh. I I will I will start a GoFundMe dude to get you on there with us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, we'll start I just... an I will start an OnlyFans for you. To go. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I I I agree. I think just um. Even if it's not even if it's not improving your technique, it's just, um, it, it's the focus, the, it's the amount of time you're spending thinking about it. Um, definitely. I didn't, sharp. I didn't start enjoying it until I, I didn't, uh, until I started playing online with like friends and stuff and you yeah. get on discord, which is like a like yeah. an audio chat application. You probably yeah. know what that is. And you know, you like throw your headphones on and you're like, all right, dude, you know, like, I got you on this one and like you're kind of like involved and like engaged in it yeah I think I think the like social aspect like really kind of brought it back together uh or made it like something that I enjoy doing versus like I feel like I'm like training you know yeah 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 like that's the whole um you know that's what makes drifting fun is you're you're hanging out with your friends you're doing some some social activity yeah, exactly. And it's like kind of weird because like there are no drift events right now. So like people are throwing like e-comps and all this like weird stuff. And it's like, you can kind of tell that that's where things are going. But uh, I would say like, if that's all you do, like definitely like do actual drifting because it's different. <laughs> and yeah. It's very like the adrenaline is very much worth it. I would, right. I would, rec- I would, I would say that I don't know. You, it's worth it's worth ruining your life for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All us, all us, uh, impulsive uh, types that are just like, I'll try it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like this weird club of people who are just you know, 
like I have I've met so many people over the years who like want to get into drifting right and mm-hmm. then they like they have the car and they're almost there and it's like they don't take the leap you know oh you know you're like you're like really they're gonna spend, like, they're gonna I'm spend like, all that money and just not it's like you like, have wh- you got yourself an s chassis like yeah. just put the diff in it just put the welded diff. Oh, you're yeah. like oh but isn't yeah. that dangerous and you're like i don't want to say no <laughs> <laughs> but if you do it you won't regret it right like yeah. or maybe yeah. you will but at least you tried I right know. i think that's right. i think that's important because like you never know you might be awesome at it and it's like yeah. you're calling yeah, I I thought that was the case for me, but you know, <laughs> come on, you're good. I do, I do okay. I I think yeah, you uh you inspired a lot of confidence in me after you judged around a super D and mm-hmm. did some nice words. I was like, okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. You you know you deserve it. Um, I, I wasn't trying to like just make you feel good. Um, yeah. I, I think. I, I think you're a good driver and, and you should keep pushing. Thanks, man. It was yeah. really, I think like, I think the really, the thing that, that really like made so much sense to me was when you broke down that it, that when you were doing FD or you doing comps, like there was a lot of, uh, you had like a lot of nerves and it was, it was definitely something you had to like work through and even, yeah. even towards the end like it was still the case like every even every battle and that that made me feel so much more comfortable with it yeah i think i don't know you know there's not like a lot of comps but even just like at a grassroots event if some pro driver pulls up next to you or some like really good grassroots driver pulls up next to you you still feel that pressure right for sure for sure and i think i think it's cool to like let people know that like hey man that's that's not that's weird. normal. Yeah, 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 for sure. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe your teammates are, you know, like they're they're a little too confident for you to be around. Like you need to be around like some normal, normal folk that get nervous. Yeah, yeah. Julian doesn't get nervous, man. Like yeah. I, I don't think I've ever met anybody who doesn't get nervous. Like Julian doesn't get nervous. But like I think that's just like drifting is him. Like he is drifting and like. He's for there. sure like it's he's i've never met anybody like that before in my life and so yeah i'm like i'm like hey man what'd you do here like on the track like what do you like how do you do this and he's like oh no i just went fast I'm like all right are you serious yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like doesn't i think he just he like knows what he's doing but he like doesn't he can't like mm. like he can't break it down in a way that i can understand it yeah yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool and like I don't know. When we go to Japan, I can't be like, "Hey, talk to me." Like, how do you like enter here? Like, what right. is like, you know, or like, you know, "Hey, Nokia." Right, right, like, right, right. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. talk. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's definitely it's tough, and that that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to do this is to help people who don't necessarily have that avenue. Like, there used to be yeah. forums, right? Like, you would go on the forums, and people would talk about like car setup or this and that it's like now it's like facebook but everyone's like mean to each other well everybody's mean to each other on forums too oh like, people are really mean on forums yeah i, I didn't know forums are, are not uh are not a thing anymore i mean they are like people still go on zilvia but i would say that like there's not probably not a lot of newcomers yeah you know like if you're 16 and you get a 350z like right you're probably not gonna go be like oh i finally got a z or an s chassis like i'm joining zilvia i'm 
gonna look through the sacred texts of yeah. car setup. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't know. I'm just so, yeah. So where do people find information from? Just like what YouTube? Word of or, mouth, or yeah, that's like wild. YouTubers, or like you know, like I mean, I think there's a lot of Facebook groups and stuff, which yeah. are kind of like taken over. Right. Um, but there's like a lot of weird. Yeah, that's like the new forum now, huh? Facebook yeah. groups. And there's like kind of like a lot of weird inf misinformation or people like spreading like kind of. I mean, I guess that kind of happens on forums too. So it's all the same stuff. You guys are going through it. Yeah. <laughs> like. I don't know. I think uh, it's kind of interesting to see where things go with this like next generation and like what they want out of drifting and what they're kind of right. going to make it or make of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I never would have thought we would be here where, you know, like um, people are, are giving a nod to like the, the old styles, um, like what was popular when I w was first starting. And so like, like I never imagined that would happen, you know, 20 years later. So yeah. as heavily as it is now. Yeah, yeah. So to see um, where where I'll be in the future will be really interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of curious who that next wave of like, you know, idolized drivers will yeah. be. Yeah. Well, maybe, I, it won't, maybe it won't change. You know, it's like it's always going to be like there's always going to be Michael Jordan. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Can't, yeah but what like, i mean who's, i'm who's, i'm really who's gonna happy be kobe and who's gonna be like you know right R. i P. mean i'm i'm really happy with um the people that are inspirational right now like um to see people like animal style and um you know what they're doing to inspire people but also like what they're doing to help people too um to like um to to bring up uh, or to improve um, the culture and to help it progress. Like, like you know, it, it could easily be someone who's like really good at driving, but is just like a jerk, right? Um, but it's not, and we have like really good people, um, you know, like, like Animal Style and um, the guys that do um, Final Bow, like they're really, they're really good guys and they really care about um, the culture and they're doing good things with it so i'm like really happy with seeing that happen i think yeah it's been so with like with final bout there was like this big resurgence of like car styling and teams and like there's a big push for like kind of like japanese style driving and then with super d it seemed like there was like this like even stronger push for like japanese style driving and definitely car style but like uh the drive the driving kind of began like more of like this like center point and then like yeah. final belt definitely like started following suit like the difference yeah. between final belt one and the last gallery we went to like the driving uncomparable like yeah and it's it's just super cool to see not only like the car styling getting pushed and like i'm gonna say this and might might be like a little bit of a uh unpopular opinion but i think like the car styling has kind of like bubbled out right like there's only so much you could do right like you mm. can make cars look really good you could do stock body you could do over fenders you could do big mm. kits or whatever but like i think like that's you know people are changing different variations but they're not like going crazy like the car show route 
They're like, yeah, these are what drift cars look like. I'm going to change my wheels up and change my paint color, maybe right. do some different aero, but like, I want to get better at driving. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been really exciting to see. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think I can agree with that. I mean, I, I, I feel like um, there, there are more people, um, you know, with, with dreams and they haven't made their cars yet, but I, I feel like um, there's kind of like, um, I feel like the cars will get to a certain point style wise. Um, and then, you know, like there's nothing really left to do to it to like make it way better. Right. Yeah. So like if you get um, past and, that and point, seeing, you're, you're going over the top anyway. Yeah. Like. And then you, it's too much. You got to bring it back. Right. Like yeah. I've seen some of the, some cars out there where I'm like, you need to do that, you know, and, <laughs> but, um, um, it's cool to see some, some cars get to that point and then, and then you see them get better as drivers. So yeah, they're like, okay, I'm going to go rip this now. Like it's good. Yeah. My car looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like really styled up. It's like fitted. Well, like I'm going to go, right. I'm just going to go drive. And then they do. And like, it's nice watching that progression, I think on the grassroots yeah. level. And I think yeah, it's nice to have that outlet. That's not going the pro route because it's mm -hmm. seems so kind of far away. Like, yeah. You know, I remember, I remember even when I got into drifting and when I was 20, like, I think Matt, like Matt Field came to Sonoma Drift and he had like a, it was like, it was literally like a cammed LS S14. And that was like the craziest car I'd ever seen yeah. at the time. Like, you know, other than being like at a, at B round or whatever, like early on, but yeah, uh, 2010, I don't know, whatever, but it was like, it was like loud and crazy. And that was the, that was the craziest car I'd ever driven with. Uh huh. And that, that seemed like miles, of, like millions of miles away from, you know, the drifting that I was doing, yeah. like car build wise. And I think now, now it's just like, okay, thousand horsepower, pretty much completely custom like suspension and, you know, all these like crazy cages and detachable front and rear and, you know, yeah. yeah. it's like some, some kid that buys like a 350Z is like, never going to be able to do that. All right. I'm going right. to go this way. <laughs> right. Right. Like, yeah, you need, um, you need engineers on your team, right? Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, it's crazy. I think the one thing about grassroots is you have, you're kind of like, you're your, you know, your crew chief, your engineer, yeah. your, <laughs> your like suspension guy, right. uh, your tire guy. Sometimes if you're fortunate enough to have a tire machine, yeah. like, uh like all you're you're everything so it's i think that i think there's like some respect that gets built with that also as far as like the grassroots realm which is kind of cool like i don't know i'm yeah. I'm interested to see where this this kind of resurgence of like grassroots goes right um, it'd be i mean it'd be interesting if um because i always feel like we're always following in japan's footsteps yeah and um i remember when you know, pro driving started here. Like that was always the dream to be better than those guys and stop following them, but be better than them. Um, and, but, but grassroots is still, grassroots is still, chasing you know, I was, that. yeah, I think we're still chasing that. It'd be cool if like we all became amazing drivers. Like there are so many amazing drivers. You can't count them all right on a grassroots level. Like it'd be really cool if we got to that point. So, yeah. you know, maybe, like maybe one day we'll see that, but you know, we'll wait and see. Yeah. 
it's definitely eye-opening when you go to Japan and you go sit on the wall at Meihan and you're like, oh, everyone here is good. Like, I, I've never gotten to go, so I have not been able to experience that, but I can only imagine. When the, kids, when the kids grow up, dude. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta check it out. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely, I always, before I went, I always had this theory and I was like, oh man, you only see the best of, like, you know, I was yeah. young and cocky and I was like, you only see the best of clips. Like, I'm yeah. sure there's people who suck over there. And then you go and you're like, oh, there's like three people who can't do the entry, but everybody else is like 90 on the wall. Yeah. And they're like door to door and you're like, that's crazy. Oh, I, yeah. I like, okay. Yeah. Um, on a grassroots level, we have like, maybe like a small handful that can do that right in the whole country yeah. my, my girlfriend was there that that trip and she was like they're going really fast <laughs> she's like this is really entertaining yeah and i was like yeah i know and she's like you sh you, you should figure out how to do that and i was like <laughs> yeah uh by the way i'm selling my my gs 300 when we get back i'm buying a truck yeah. and like yeah. I'm, I'm getting serious so like you know yeah it's like my life just changed but yeah i think uh, did you did you do that yeah yeah i was like i've been i've been living a lie i thought i was good i thought i was really good and then i went and i, was I like, mean I, it it's good it's good to be humbled right it gives you yeah. something to strive for i've i've learned that every time i get humbled in my life it ends up being really helpful yeah for sure i mean i i don't know if you can if, I, if everyone agrees on that but uh i think it's i think it's important definitely yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I can't wait to see where things go. I think that there's like a big, there's like a big kind of demand for, it, it's like exciting to see more drivers get involved in the grassroots level. Like, I feel like every event, it's like, there's more people who are there that like want to drive mm -hmm. than are there just to spectate. I think right. that's, that's exciting. Yeah. So as it grows, I'm sure drifting will get even weirder, but. Yeah. Well, and you know, like it'll, I feel like um, the more we learn, um, the easier it will be to get into things. Um, like, like all the new products people are making these days to make things That's make crazy. your life easier. Like that, like they weren't around when, when I was first driving. So it'd be so much nicer to like have that knowledge and having um, the products and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, like, how did you know what alignment specs work? Like, how did you know what parts to get it was in? Crazy. Like, I had a, I had like the first D1 yearbook, and it would have like everyone's cars in there, and it had their alignment specs. What? And seeing, yeah, and but seeing how different, wildly different, everyone's alignment specs were, I was like, dude, does it, does alignments even matter? You know, like, it, it, it was. Um, it was crazy how different they were. Um, Honestly, man, I feel like that's still the case in drifting. Like it might be. I can tell you. I can tell you for a fact that Julian has not aligned that Sylvia since it showed up to yeah, his yeah, place. Yeah. And yeah. Jason hasn't put his car on a rack in like four years, and he literally like buckled the whole front right. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, Julian was helping me set up my car before final bout, and he was telling me, you know, like I've never aligned my car. I'm like, well, I don't know. I just I don't know. Maybe because I'm old school, but I'm like, I, I have to align my car. I don't know. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I would like to at some point. Yeah. I, I haven't. And but you haven't done it either. 
no. <laughs> I can't even tell you what my caster is. Yeah. Because I changed my front suspension quite a few times. Right. Dude, it's, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure, I, I feel like I probably will this year just to see where it's at. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, my car was so bad um, before Final Bout. So, uh, that like, I definitely needed to align it just to eliminate something. It does. My... It does make a big difference. Like yeah. I, when I, when when you spend the time and I'll like I'll align the car with like toe plates and like measure stuff with like and I'll yeah. like kind of do it myself. But I haven't put it on a rack in a long time. Right. But right. I, I should specify that. Like when we say we don't align our cars, it's oh, okay. We uh with strings. You guys, you still do it. And you yeah. you measure There's everything. Plates, it's just it's just yeah. not with lasers, right? Is that what it is? It's toe plates and eyeballs, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, that's it's close. Then I mean, your alignments are maybe not yeah. exact, but my tie rod threads are the same length. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put all the toe plates on. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I was um, I was really happy with um, with those knuckles that I got from Julian. Like, the um, heat maker. Knuckles? Yeah, they are yeah. they are amazing, and um, like you don't like that. Julian's always like preaching to me, like, um, you know, it doesn't need to be um, overdone. Like, it, like your suspension setup can be really simple. And like, like, all I did was throw on the knuckles, and then, you know, I got some wheel spacers aligned it the way he told me to. And like, my car hasn't driven this well, and I can't even remember. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Really he good, he actually happy. he he learned that the hard way when we went to Mahon. Ryan Ryan kind of knew I think like coming into it he like he didn't he was he raised before they shipped the cars to Japan. Uh, Ryan actually raised his car, took the drop knuckles off, and put on key knuckles. Yeah. Um, and Julian did a bunch of like he had like custom fab subframe, yeah. all these like custom like. You know, arms were all done, drop, rear drop knuckles, rear yeah. like rear uh, subframe was tilted, tilted forward. All this stuff to like build grip. Yeah, I mean, the car looked amazing after Taka did Taka and yeah, it did. Michael did their graphics. I was like, oh my god, that's the sickest yeah. thing. But yeah. he said it was like impossible to drive there because the rumble strips are like, and everyone's like, oh, why are the cars super high there? It's like, excuse me, the berms are literally like this tall you know yeah so, yeah and um, they go up them they don't avoid them yeah yeah so yeah. If you're chasing somebody you're 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 going over it like you get yeah. airborne so like yeah. ryan's car was like pretty high at that event and mm -hmm. like he was able to jump the rumble strips and stuff but like julian and jason couldn't because yeah you're gonna smash the front bumpers and all that so like yeah. that's really what changed all that it wasn't like they went there and they're like oh these cars look cooler or whatever it was like it was born from like function like they like had right. to do it Right, uh, and so Julian drove like a really simple car that was, you know, stock bushings and like, just you know, wheel spacers and and knuckles, and he was like, "Dude, this is the best car I've ever driven," and he like hated his car that whole event. Yeah, so like qualified and you know, threw a ninety on the wall like during qualifying, and everyone's like, "This guy's never been here before." Yeah, and I was like, like, like. Bai was like he's a natural. <laughs> I've never I've never seen Julian like, 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 like shook before from some like some someone said, but like that was pretty yeah. sick. 
yeah, uh, he deserves it. He's uh, he's amazing. Yeah, Ryan, dude, I rode with Jason on there, and like, you know, I know Julian's watched like a bajillion videos, and Ryan's played it on, you know, R Factor, and he Ryan's like really really smart with suspension. He taught me about like, uh, whatever. I can't remember. Uh, it'll come to me. But he's taught me like a bunch about suspension and they both drove like insane ryan and jason both had like uh engine issues during qualifying but mm -hmm. like they were both driving like insane there it was it was like the coolest thing i've ever seen was yeah. to see my friends like in this environment that they like yeah. idolized for so long yeah yeah i don't i mean no one's seen that before um a bunch of americans going to japan and hanging with those guys like i've never seen that before it was there was like some crazy like logistical headaches and some serious like problems and like stuff that you didn't see behind the scenes and like it was really really stressful for those guys but like they got yeah. to do it you know so it wasn't all like yeah we just put our cars on a container and you know <laughs> put out there and like yeah, yeah them, for sure for sure wall, you know like it was like yeah. i like i've never seen them so stressed out ever like jason's like i'm never doing that again Oh like, really? Like the nicest guy ever. I was like, I'm never yeah. we're gonna ship my car there and back. Like it was because they didn't have their cars for six months because they right. had to do like containers and stuff. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, so uh, so they're. I, I think I heard they're. Um, for Julian's buying a car there, maybe. He already did. Or bought one. Yeah. Yeah. He bought a S14 from Nike. That's like. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a drift car for a long time. Yeah, you can tell that they like tried. They try to do a really good job, like polishing up for him, but it's like, yeah, it's definitely had some miles on it. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So like the Jason's building Ryan's old hatch to send there, which is crazy. Okay. To like okay. leave there, and then I'm like, well, I guess I might as well just you know, give up on ever owning a house and just buy a car and <laughs> do it. Too. You gotta do it. You <laughs> got. You don't want to regret it. Dude, I know. Like, I feel like I'm gonna be like, you know, have a kid or whatever. Be like, what could have been, you know? Like, yeah. But I, I don't know if I have the same level of support those guys do if they were to do that. Like, I feel like they'd have somewhere to like put the car and like. Oh, I see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get this podcast to take off, and then I'll. Yeah, there you go. You got, you got, you got to get some ads, man. Yeah, I gotta get the Adam LZ money, you know, and then I'll. Just <laughs> Everyone needs that kind of money. Yeah, I think I'm a long ways away from that. <laughs> well, uh, shout out to, you know, Pata. Let's get, let's get yeah, some man, money. Yeah, man, let's get some sponsorships going. Or at least <laughs> send me some gear, dude. Yeah. I'll come to Amsterdam and hang. Like, let's right. go. <laughs> uh, did, anybody, did anybody help you out getting to Final Bout this year? Like, um, Yeah, uh, I had a, a lot of friends just like, they kind of came out of the woodwork and like they're all really down to um, help me with everything it was it was crazy because you know normally you know it's me just getting ready for these events and like i don't really have a lot of time to work on my car um and so i was going to um put the knuckles on and get it aligned and that was it right um but it turned out you know well um, like there was, there was so much more I needed to do. Um, I had to, uh, well, I had to, I had to, I had to like modify my, 
my coilovers to get more camber out of them. Um, there was, there, it was just like way more involved than I, than I thought it would be. Um, and then uh, my friend Utah helped out a lot. My friend Jaime helped out a lot. Um, my friend Cody, like they gave us a, he let us use his shop. Nice. Um, and then, um, you know, like people were like chipping in, like they went on, like, you know, it was like, you know, 10 at night, they went on a run to go um, pick up uh, like a part that I needed to make something work or like a bushing or, um, you know, and then Utah was like, he's like, you know, me and Jaime, like, we really want to help you get a bumper on your car. Cause I, I haven't had a rear bumper in so long cause I smashed it. And I like, I just never went to the paint shop to oh, like, get it cool. taken care of. So the, they, they, they sourced a bumper for me and they're, they're just running around LA in a, in a yeah. red, red F-150 lightning. Yeah. Know? Yeah. The, you know, um, and, and I was like, you know, guys, I can't, you know, I, I stop work every day. I can't, um, you know, come to the shop every day and help. They're like, don't even worry about it. And like yeah, they really cool. helped me out. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. It was, um, I'm, I'm like super grateful for like friends that are willing to help me, even though I'm like, you know, they don't have to, like, I'm not, um, <laughs> I, I'm not doing anything for them. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I don't have that kind of pull to like, you know, do a favor for them in return, but they're just doing it just to help. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's the best part about this community is like when, when you, when you've been doing it a long time, it feels like everyone else who's been kind of like dedicated to it for that long, like understands and they're like willing to help out. Yeah. I think that's yeah. kind of one of the things that's really helpful with the team stuff. And I think people are starting to learn that the team thing's important. It's like everybody yeah. has their like role or their right. skill or like, you know, you can come together and it's not just like one person out there trying to like do everything themselves. Cause right. it's hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's cool. Like that spirit was around when, when we were doing a lot of driving in the beginning, Yeah. Like when it was really grassroots and you know, no one knew what they were doing. So like when someone figured something out, like we all would share and help each other. Um, and like, like that is uh, like, that kind of went away for a while. I thought like, um, when grassroots was then like it was like grassroots was just like a stepping stone to get to like pro-am or something you know and like i felt like that kind of spirit went away yeah but to see it back like that's that's really cool yeah i i kind of learned that like shout out to my my friends uh andrew and victor i worked with andrew at best buy and then victor was like a super close friend he had he had a really nice uh sill lady with with the um like Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> the arrow, the arrow bumper and bricks. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh, like it was painted. It was like super yeah. nice Yeah. on Benorks, of course. Yeah. Uh, and like, they, they like kind of taught me like, okay, like, the, you know, these are the things you do. Like this yeah. is, you know, they like kind of taught me how to like UK stuff and they both had SRs yeah. and I was like, this is the coolest yeah. thing ever. Like they had two yeah. ways and KTS yeah. boilovers and like, they kind of showed me the ropes and it was that kind of like, you know we're hanging out and we're working on like these cars together mm -hmm. and it got me to my first like event and they had never gone to an event because they were only like mountain only because that yeah. was that was it back then like you didn't go yeah. to, you didn't go to you go like one drift event every once in a while because they had one every like six months maybe right right yeah i remember when like i forgot what happened in norcal but like they shut down all the events so it was like nowhere to drive if you wanted to drive up there 
Yeah. Parking lots wouldn't let you drive there. Um, like there was just no venues. Yeah, it was. It's it's it was really cool to have that kind of like jettison me because I didn't know how to work on cars when I started. So it was like I think that like that community is like so necessary. For sure. I think it's like a big it's like a big gap in the getting into this stuff. Like if you don't yeah. have if you don't have that like support of like like a friend group, call it a team or whatever right. you want. But right. Yeah, I think I think that's to this day is like still super important. Right. Well, I mean, like at, at the end of the day, this is like um this is a social thing like we don't we don't do this so that we can go out and drive by ourselves you know like yeah. you're doing it alongside other people and um like yeah that's that's important to help other people along to like keep it going to keep people um from like fizzing out or burning out from you know being frustrated or you know like we need that we need to help each other we need to encourage each other so yeah like um, it's essential like this this couldn't go on without that kind of environment yeah I mean there's like no better feeling than going down and like having a sick run with some friends and like high five yeah after. you're like that was sick yeah, yeah. Like, you're crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. right like, yeah that, that moment is like the epitome of why I do this yeah and I think I think that's super important and if you kind of like if you don't have that like I don't expect people to last long because of how how much effort and like money and time it takes so yeah you know, if if there's somebody just getting into it, like help them out where you can, or you know, yeah, like for sure. hype them, hype them up when they do something cool. Don't like bring them down, you know? Because that yeah, dude. Yeah, we, we've all been there. Yeah, I for sure have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I I can't like. When did you know? When, okay, so like I'm sure there's a lot of people, not a lot of people, but like when you got into it, there was a few people doing it. Like, when did you know? like, hey, I'm not bad at this, and I'm going to continue doing this? Hmm. I think, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I kept doing it because I thought I was not bad at it, because I always thought I was bad at it. Um, but it was always like the challenge, like, I like the challenge. I like the way it made me feel, right, because of the adrenaline rush. Um, and like the fact that I was doing something that people couldn't comprehend or, yeah. um, or like, uh, you know, um, I, I'm a pretty mellow guy. I'm, I'm a pretty mellow and humble guy. So like, I wouldn't go around, um, telling someone what I just did, you know, like 30 minutes ago in the mountain, but like the feeling that I did something really cool that, um, like. You, like you would have no idea what I just did like you you like I could explain it to you but like it, you wouldn't understand like the, the that, that feeling um it was a rush to me so it, it maybe maybe it was like my alter ego or some like repressed thing that I'm expressing by doing this but uh, like that's what did it for me yeah that's cool that's that's yeah. a way better answer than I could have said <laughs> like man it just felt sick and i wanted to do it more like <laughs> yeah that's a, yeah see like i think that's i think that's what's so interesting is everybody's like first kind of like initial hit of like i did it yeah oh man this is my life now like i don't want to yeah. do anything else yeah i think it's like kind of that like i don't know but i want to call it like i would call it a brotherhood but like there's girls that do it too so like that kind of like that that yeah. circle that are like the first time they did it they're like this is my life 
Right. Do you remember? Do you remember the very first time you were in a car that was drifting? I remember the first time I drifted a car, which was like open diff in the rain. I remember the first time I rode in a drift car that was tandeming. Oh. That that was it. That was it. Because I had like I had done you know open drift stuff or open diff stuff. I didn't really know what the cars were. I didn't know how to work on them. Oh. I didn't really like get hooked until the first time I rode passenger, all like having someone tandem, and I was right. like sitting shotgun and we're like we weren't even that close but i was just like i didn't even know that was possible like i didn't know you could do that with cars like i have to learn how to do this like i have to be able to do that so your first time was by yourself you were in your own car yeah okay i did i did a season of karting when i was like 13 my dad was trying to like win custody of me for my mom Uh and he like had this like crazy scheme where he like started a go-karting company and got like investors and right like i got to drive like a season of things and it ended in this like fiery like situation which yeah whatever but i got to do that season and during that i like would always try and slide the cart and they would like yell at me that i'm like wasting tires and stuff (laughs) so like i knew the feeling because their carts are rear-wheel drive and they have like a rear brake so you can like stab the brake and like floor it and they'd be like yeah 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 yeah. they're like they're like little kid carts they weren't that fast but right right i knew that i wanted to do that but i never and i had like i had friends that showed me like option videos and one of them bought a 240 okay and i was like i was kind of always like almost there and then the first time i got to do donuts in a like two-way kts coilover so it was my coworker andrew that was that was it i was like okay this is sick and i me and my girl ex-girlfriend at the time bought this s13 together yeah because we were both going to learn how to drift and then yeah. i just went like full ocd psycho like trying to build it and sell everything i had to like yeah 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 put suspension on it and like put a diff in it and stuff right and then uh I like was too I was too scared honestly like I was too scared to go do an event or go do anything um like I like did it and I was just like right on the edge like I was like I have I have this stuff like do I put the dip in and then I wrote in that I wrote it was named Adam Swan Uh and I wrote in his car and I was just like oh this is on like I'm the next day I just dip in like I was signed up for the like yeah I went went streeting like in Vallejo because they had no cops at the time okay their city was bankrupt so I met some kids because I used to take pictures and they were like come drifting with us and I was like oh I don't know like I'm scared and I I went with them and we went drifting like all night no cops in the city of Vallejo which is not like a big city but they're yeah they had like one sheriff on duty and Vallejo's like there's a fair amount of criminal activity there so they're like cars sliding around nah, just go for it, not please. a big deal yeah that's crazy that's uh that didn't happen for us like we had to we had to have like a quick like you know 10 minute session and then we had to jam out Pounce, yeah i mean yeah that was that was pretty fortunate i got i got a fair amount of like seat time to get like comfortable yeah that's my good. friend my friend eric taught me how to clutch kick from like the passenger seat he's like it's like okay you're gonna like step on the gas and then you're gonna kick the clutch but you're gonna step on the gas more like, yeah what <laughs> <laughs> i tried it and i was like oh it's awesome i did it that's awesome yeah i don't know i i feel like 
I wonder I wonder what it's like nowadays with games that have like angle kits and all this stuff. And, Do they? Yeah, like uh Aaron, uh my friend Aaron, he worked at Turn for turn turn ten of the company that makes Forza, and he was like, "You guys should put angle kits in the game," and they like put them in the game, so now you can buy like a steering angle kit. In Forza. That's wild. Yeah, so it's like you know, and there's just millions of videos everywhere. Like back then, it's like you had to like either have access to like option videos or like get like download them on Kazaa or something like crazy. <laughs> And in your day, like there was nothing, man. It's like you had to get the VHS tapes. Yeah, like. yeah. You had to go to the. You had to go. Well, there weren't that many places with VHS tapes, so you'd have to go. Um, and then, like, you know, whatever was there was there. And there, it was funny. I think they were all bootleg. Like they would make you pay to rent them, but they were like recorded. What? Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah. like, what were the? Was it just like video stores, or was it like very? Like, yeah, they would be like. They'd be small. Um, they'd be small Japanese video stores, and only the Japanese video stores would have them. Yeah, um, and obviously they weren't translated at the time. Like no, no, yeah. no. For no, they were not yeah. translated at all. So like, if you're fortunate enough to have a Japanese friend who can explain to you like, like what is Nomuken doing here when he's trying to teach us how to drift, you know, or yeah. like, like what are they doing in the suspension, you know? Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's crazy. I like. I can't imagine trying to like decipher this like foreign language, like very hard to do thing. Yeah, it like, was. Yeah, I mean that's why. I mean we were basically uh, like reinventing the wheel, right? Because we didn't have anyone to to show us the way. So we, yeah. you know, it was just like from watching videos, reading magazines, and just trying to imitate it without you know dying. <laughs> yeah. Like I think this is important. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, I guess I'll, uh, I'm going to try the e-brake on this one. Well, yeah. definitely need to put the clutch in for the e-brake to work. Okay. No, that's exactly how it was. Like, how many RPMs do I need to be at? I don't know. Let's just find <laughs> out, you know? Did you, did you do much time, like, KA drifting, or did you go, like, straight to SR? Um, I did, um, when I first got my car, like, that's all I would, I had the KA, and all I would do was try and, like, slide everywhere and like i would spin out everywhere so like i wouldn't consider it drifting then but you know um i definitely did a lot of trying in my ka yeah um, and the sr kind of happened um i think when i had my s13 like i always wanted the sr yeah so i don't think i i didn't do it because of drifting um i just like i wanted it all my friends with s chassis had them yeah i wanted to have one like i wanted to have a turbo car i wanted to have like blow off valve sound <laughs> so yeah so um yeah I, I don't think i did anything cool until i had my sr in terms of drifting what did you do vlsd or did you go to what no I, I had um i went i got a cause like really nice. early I, yeah. I got it i got it um i think i got my cause two-way and my sr in the same year yeah, because welded wasn't really like a thing back then, right? No, um, I didn't. I don't even think anyone knew that you could do that. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm. Yeah. I even remember like when I was first getting into it, like the idea of welding your dick was like so crazy. Like, why would you do yeah. that? Like, just yeah. To, like, do you you know someone who can weld? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
and so like yeah i think that kind of that definitely i think that like love lowered the like entry path into drifting a little For bit sure. started welding diffs it's like oh, okay like i could just buy this car coilovers and like my, my buddy's yeah. dad can like weld the diff yeah versus like getting a getting a two-way like building it like putting it in the pumpkin and all that stuff because that seemed really yeah. intimidating to me too but i i had a two-way initially and then i went welded because i needed the money oh yeah i was probably you got there. a lot of money sitting in that pumpkin so yeah i regretted that actually yeah. quite a bit yeah but um yeah, yeah I, mean, I think back back then um not a lot of people had i mean two ways are expensive right so i think yeah. most people had a vlsd yeah um if they could get one i did a vlsd for a little bit and it's not enough yeah it's it's okay for short spurts yeah but, yeah yeah you can you can do like transitioning is very difficult with the vlsd yeah. but you yeah. can do like you can do like a quick hit corner and like yeah as long as you keep your foot in it it'll it'll right stay locked but as soon as you like let go you're like oh god yeah 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 i think that's i can't imagine i can't imagine trying to like start from i can't even think of like a a good example it's like i was like i always use the i always like explain to people that who don't program that people in other countries have to learn like they have to learn a little bit of English before they can like write no. programs because it's yeah. all based on because it's all you know created America you know yeah we, we created I, I never thought about that yeah so people in Russia are not programming in Russian they're yeah. using the oh that's yeah. crazy so the Japanese guy who who built Ruby learned English and then built Ruby in a foreign language wow so that's like you're you're like the guy who built Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good example that's a really good example you gotta like learn the language of like what these cars do and what does what yeah. and that's just eh, I, I can't imagine i can't imagine being involved that early on i probably would have given up I'd be like this is too hard like, I don't know, you guys you guys have fun with this i'm gonna go like group drive or something yeah yeah no it, um i remember it was also wild because um when I was first doing it, everyone with that, you know, like 99% of people that were doing it had Corollas. Yeah. And like, they, they were thought of a little bit differently back then because it was, you know, late, late 90s, early 2000s. And like, no one cared about that car. So they always thought like, oh, you're going to learn drifting. Why are you doing it in a nice car like an S13? Why don't you go get some beater Corolla and do it in that? And so like, that's definitely not how it is now. But I mean, um, yeah, that was really interesting. I would I would go to the events and there'd be all Corollas. I'd be like the lone S13 guy in a sea of Corollas. Crazy. Yeah, that was that was interesting too. So like, uh, it, you know, my car drives differently than those cars. So yeah, so you um, can't get you can't get setup advice from them. You can't like yeah yeah definitely not. You're like I'm gonna try this tire pressure or like yeah probably not even check them i'm just gonna run whatever like i'm gonna run 32 all around <laughs> right. At. right 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 yeah i remember like learning how important rear tire pressure was and stuff like i'd like show up to an event I'm, like i can't even drift and then you know i'd go to another event that was like super easy and i yeah you don't like think about that kind of stuff like i can't imagine and like people will tell you at events but it's like over time you remember to like check that kind of stuff so yeah it's probably like 
it was probably really exciting though i bet like i'm it here was. with this car that people don't know how to drift and i got a yeah, car yeah. i'm gonna like yeah it was it was totally cool because i mean it was literally underground what we were doing so um like that was really exciting just just the fact that um we were doing this well you know uh it was illegal obviously right <laughs> so um yeah it was know, um really cool i know a lot of people miss that nature of it and i know it's like we kind of can't really get that back because it's like yeah it's already out of the box right you know you can't put it back in the box i don't know why i use that example but you know what i mean yeah. um i just I do. I honestly, I honestly miss that. I, I, I'm sad that I missed that era. Like, I feel yeah. like that would have been super cool to be a part of, and just like, no one even knew what the cars were, and you're yeah. you're going out and, you know, just trying to imitate these this stuff that you saw in these like videos in a language you don't even understand. Yeah. And I think there's like something like really like poetic about that that we're never gonna really be able to get back. But yeah it is cool that we have at least some there's like people who idolize that a bit more like what you're saying with like the grassroots kind of come, coming back and mm -hmm. hopefully we can create something close to that in our in our grassroots community um that you know the next generation's like man i wish i was part of that like that was cool like yeah i think that's kind of the push right now is to like set like the I'm sure we'll, I'm going to be old one day and be like, back in my day, it was the best times ever. Like, <laughs> well, know? I mean, I, I would say that we are creating something like that right now with, with, um, you know, the resurgence that we're experiencing right now with car style and driving style. And you guys, um, you guys are pioneering something right now. I mean, you might not realize it, but you are. And so there is, um, uh, I mean, I'm not part of that group that's pioneering but i'm sure that you have that feeling that like this is what you guys are doing right now is new and um when something cool happens that is like maybe the first time it's happening like you're experiencing that you're witnessing that yeah i definitely think the the mayhan super d was like the first time grassroots people went to japan and threw an event right yeah yeah i mean maybe not i think maybe did final bout do it before us Probably, and but I Do say what? it wasn't me. I, they did a they did a drift event in Japan also. Um, oh, that. Um, I think they did it beforehand. Either way, whatever. It's cool that like yeah. that like the grassroots community is like going to Japan and putting on grassroots events like in Japan. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's you know it's cool to be a part of the you know first time first time or first couple times that happens. Like it's cool to be. Um, yeah, I didn't think about it until you said that. It is, it is yeah. definitely kind of this like weird new, brave new world, scary yeah. new world. And but and it's not even the events that you guys throw in Japan that is new. It's um, what is uh, what you guys are pioneering here with, um, like the way you guys drive or the way you make your cars look or, you know, that kind of thing. That that's um, I think that you. I mean, you guys are introducing something new into the culture. So like you guys are you guys are pioneering that stuff in the US. Yeah, we're just pretty much stealing it from Japan. So Yeah, but I mean that's what I was doing too. Yeah, all right, so, cool. So 
same 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 thing same different thing. era yeah i don't know well uh i i appreciate hearing that i'm sure everybody else involved is happy to hear it from the people who like actually pioneered it not just us pioneering well we're really copying you you know time everyone every, it always comes from itself. somewhere yeah. yeah history repeating itself yeah just like my what i thought was a really clever team name generator <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is the smartest thing I've ever done in my life. I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> All well, right, man. I mean, yeah. Maybe uh maybe HTML will like die someday and then it'll <laughs> be no good and then you'll have to recreate it. Yeah. Or some <laughs> other kid ten years down twenty years yeah, right. ago will be like, right. I had this great idea. I'm like, man. <laughs> Benson already did it and I did it too except I didn't yeah. put it out because Benson did it already <laughs> man all right well I think I've taken like two two maybe two like almost two hours of your time Is it? yeah it's, it's exactly what you said like it just yeah, goes by you don't even realize yeah yeah I'm, I'm a I'm a time suck <laughs> yeah it was cool it was a good time yeah man uh I think I think I think this is gonna be really interesting for people. I think people are gonna be happy to hear kind of how things were, how things are, you know, like yeah. what life looks like. It's, you're you're an interesting dude, and you have a lot of insight. Uh, definitely, Thanks, man. you're a, you're crown jewel to drifting, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I'm not the only one that's still around. You know, like there's still a lot of guys around. I I just think um, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not involved with the grassroots stuff. So yeah, I mean, we we still have like I have respect for those guys, you know. Like, and I I think hopefully hopefully we get to a point where like the driving and grassroots just keeps getting pushed and progressed in a certain direction. I hope so. And the and the pro guys kind of start to like realize like oh these guys aren't fucking around anymore. Like let's just get together and party. And I think once that happens, it's gonna kind of like blow the minds of of drifting or blow not the minds but it'll blow like the rules of drifting open a little bit and be yeah. like oh okay like there needs to be like once we get that like i don't know mutual respect i feel like there's like a lot of grassroots guys that are like don't think pro guys are that good and there's probably a lot of pro guys that don't think the grassroots guys are very good right i think getting that kind of together is it's like starting to happen a little bit but like we'll see it's yeah we both we both love the same thing for you know, sure yeah monster energy just doesn't pay my rent so <laughs> <laughs> they could they, they could, could. <laughs> i'd be wearing the shirt you know hat whatever you want you know? oh yeah what is that though that's it's a, monster that's monster it's, you don't need it's to show a, it. yeah it's a, you know you pay me enough i'll do it <laughs> sweet um yep yeah, man, I I appreciate your time, and I this, this is gonna be this is gonna be a good one, I think. So thanks, thank you for uh, thinking about me and thinking I'm worth time on your podcast. When I started this, you were one of the first people I thought of. I was like, I have to get Benson on. Okay.